And we're back again. This is the Freak Beats crew. Uh, we're doing another episode tonight um, of our show. And we have, this is IS23 from the UK. And we have also with us... Uh, Psyche's here from Toronto, Canada. And I think we have Sparks here, but he's a little shy. So he might not talk that much this podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Yeah. All of us together. That's um, let's, let's see how shy he is. Okay. Um... <laughs> So uh, we we we're going to uh, today we're going to review a couple of albums that came within December as we promised uh, on the last episode as we're coming to close of the year I think it's quite important to just catch up yeah. and see what's been going on and uh, we've chosen a couple of albums that has been recommended uh, and the first one uh, is um, Hourglass by Mako now Psychis do you know what Mako is? Um, I'm kind of familiar with them with a couple songs that they came out last year, like Smoke Filled Rooms, uh, that's currently on the album, but I don't know too much about them. What can you tell me? No, but do you know what a Mako is? Oh, what a Mako is? Sorry, uh, yeah. no. It's actually a shark. Okay. It's oh, Mako, Mako, uh, yeah. Ma- Mako, Mako, yeah, sorry, yeah. Mako. Uh, it's one of those uh, fast-moving sharks uh, you know, with a deep blue collar. Anyway, uh, I can't see any relevance to a shark. Uh, you know, I was looking at the... <laughs> At the artwork, uh, but as you said, you know the guys have been around for, uh, since was it 2013? You said yeah, yeah, roughly around. Yeah, that. and they've been doing some kind of uh, progressive house for slash big room. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, they've been yes. uh, DJing for a bit now, um, and this is I think this is one of the, their debut album right now. Uh, yeah, called Hourglass. Hourglass, correct, and it's been uh, hailed by the music press you know, quite high. So I thought, oh, okay, let me give you a listen. So, what's what's your general thought? Uh, it's 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 okay. I mean, it's not it's pop, is what I would call it more than anything. Not specifically big room from what they usually uh, do in the past. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think most of the songs are built around the vocals for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for bangers, this is not the album you should be seeking. Uh, it's very vocal-oriented. Uh, how do you feel about it? I pretty much agree with you. So, to me, it was kind of... It has an indie pop vibe. Yeah. I mean, it has some tracks with guitar. I'm just going to go through what I uh, uh, kind of, uh, you know, highlighted here. Um, so, I basically highlighted five to six tracks out of twelve. So it's it's a bit of a difficult album because you know you listen to the entirety and then only half of them probably stand out. Uh, they have a couple of very strong melodies, there, yeah. but um, it, it makes it a bit difficult. So you have to listen again and again. Eventually, if you kind of stick together to those tracks, it sounds alright. But there's a lot of kind of fillers, maybe I should say. Or, but this is definitely not your um, standard dance album no. it's not so electronic it has a lot of elements of pop or rock or indie as you said so uh, just to start the first uh, song that uh, I, uh, I kind of highlight is uh, Let Go of the Wheel uh, which is the opening track um, uh, to me you know it has like guitar licks at the beginning so yeah. the rhythm is actually uh, based on, on the guitars and to me it just sounded like a Coldplay um, tune you know with a single long chorus and everything so nothing like nothing like EDM or even you know any any sort of electronic dance um, then uh, moving on the next one is number three is Smoked 
Phil Room. Yeah. Uh, that aspo was actually released in 2015, so it's a yeah. bit of an old I think they track. have a, a couple songs on there that uh, were released before the album actually came out. Yeah. So to me, that kind of had a vibe of Tropical House, you know, this uh, small, uh, uh, sorry, short synth lines and stabs. Uh, I don't know how you felt about that particular. I don't. I, I think that's the standout song or standout song on the album, personally, because mm, it's more yeah. of a faster-paced song than. Uh, and there's actual like you actually get to hear the instrumental more than uh, other songs, where other songs are more vocal-oriented. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the next one is also uh, a good one. I think one of the outstanding ones called "Wish You Back" featuring Quesi. Yes, I, I also like I, this song. Um, so this one has uh, male vocals. It's quite emotional. It sounds like teen smokers. Sounds I think it like sounds a bit like with... San Holo a little bit with the um, uh, yeah. vocal chops. Yes, exactly. It has some vocal chops. Sometimes it reminds you of Martin Garrix again. You know the the one that he did with Bebe Rexa. Yes, yeah. it kind of it, it kind of sticks to the 2016 sound. Yeah, uh, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, after this, I think Run For Your Life is one that I kind of noticed. It sound, to, to me, it sounds like uh, Diplo. Um, uh, so, uh, again, it has some notable vocal chops. Uh, it's you know it's easy to stick to your mind. The, the, this is a collaboration with Rat City that I'm not familiar with. I don't know if you are familiar with them. No. Um, then uh, there's another one called Devil Make Cry. That was... Uh, great game. Quite atom- Sorry? I said yeah, that was a great game. It was a great game. It's one of the outstanding tracks of the album. So it kind of has a very atmospheric vibe with heavy fuzzy synth lines there. Um, kind of a slow-paced uh, tune. And I think the, the last one, really, is um, Our Story, um, which uh, is a 2013 used to be a banger, like a big room um, tune, and now it's almost like uh, indie pop, you know, with a sing-along chorus, and kind of mid-tempo, so it doesn't make sense. It seems like, you know, that tune was quite successful back in 2013, and here they present another version of the other one to go towards that road, yeah. or... Well, this whole album seems like it's been super polished and production-wise to me, compared yes. to what, yeah... You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, mm. it's a great. I think it's a good feel-good album. Like the, mm-hmm. you get it's a very like happy tonal type of album. Like most of the songs have, like, you know, a nice, uh, you know, nice feeling to them. If you know what I mean, they're not. They don't. They evoke the emotion where it's like happy and stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, so, would you recommend it? From would I? It depends on who wants to listen to it. I mean, for people who. For the general public, I would say, yeah, sure, because it has things that you can sing along to, you know? It's a feel-good album. Okay. So, I would, I would recommend probably half of the tracks, but yeah. to buy the whole album and give whatever, like, nine pounds if you if you buy it. I mean, these days people are streaming, but, you know, they want to buy, I think, they have quite, um, like, five good strong tracks but uh, the other half is probably quite mediocre I know this album has uh, been well received though yes exactly so it has a good um, you know uh, well received by the critics and that's that's what kind of uh, moved me 
to listen to it because I was a bit, uh, you know, intrigued about it. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, what do you have? What do I have? Yeah, what uh, other album do you have for reviewing today? today? Oh, we have the Adventure Club. Is it Ad- Adventure Club? Yes, Adventure Club. Yeah, so... Uh, Sorry, tell me about- so I'm a little thrown off here. Uh, yeah, so Adventure Club, we have Adventure Club. I, I have to tell you something. Now that I listened to this album and we've done that uh, year-end review for us, I think I might have to change my uh, album of the year. I really like this album. I really do. It has an Alinium vibe to it that um, I really appreciate. Yeah, and I'm, I must agree. So this is a very, very strong album. And my fear is that coming at the end of the year, it may get lost. Yes, I think it got overshadowed uh, by the uh, Dead Mouse album because I think it roughly came around the same time. So it's got mm. definitely overlooked, I think. Yeah, and I think that's a pity. I think people should go out and listen to it. I mean, the Adventure Club, this is the first album, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, um, they've been going for about three years, I think, as well. Uh, but um, this is a, a proper, you know, every tune in there is... Is, is really outstanding. Not every, I would say nine out of 12 tunes yes. are outstanding. They're using nine different vocalists. Yeah, most like, of them are female. I mean, coming, coming into this uh, album, you know, I know who, know what Adventure Club does. They're mostly dubstepy kind of uh, chill step type of thing. So I was kind of skeptical listening uh, going into this album. But I mean, this album has a lot of gems. I think the first song with like does a great job introdu- introducing who Adventure Club is. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't know who Adventure Club is, like their sound, uh, that mm. first song. Uh, uh, it's it's quite it's quite interesting the way uh, they're doing the vocals, aren't they? Yes, yes. They're, they're using auto tune and they're pitching the shift. Um, sorry, the shift in the pitch all the time. Yes. And has it has a dramatic. Yeah, yeah. So he has a dramatic intro mm-hmm. uh, with the male vocals. This uh, Hunter, uh, what's his name? Hunter Sigil. Sigil, and then kind of it drops into a wobbly bass line, yeah. and then it uses some bits of vocal uh, um, chops there. So, as you said, you know, it reminds sometimes of a linear, uh, quite, quite a strong opening there. Yeah. Uh, then we go on to Dreams, is it? Dreams, yeah, that's a song that came out in 2014, um, which mm. is great. I mean, the the song hasn't changed. Um, it's also interesting, I would like to point out that uh, there's a lot of Canadian talent on this uh, album. Not just the Venture oh, yeah. Club themselves, but a lot of the vocals are Canadian talent, which is great. You know, so okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, they're from uh, Montreal, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So they're your enemies, are they your enemies? No, <laughs> no we're all friends here, we're all friends here. <laughs> okay, so uh, Dreams is, is kind of the sound of 2017, as we keep saying, this sort of mid-tempo breakbeat that people are calling chill step or chill trap or whatever they want to call it. Uh, so he has, um, you know, staccatos, uh, strings there, uh, which drive the song, but uh, very strong chorus. It kind of sticks to your mind. You know, you hear it once, then you know what this is about. Um, and then leading on to Firestorm, that's uh, another one with female vocals, kind of mid-tempo again, breakbeats. Yeah. Uh, has a sing-along chorus again. I think I think they're pushing it as a single, if I'm correct. Yeah, uh, uh, I think it was introduced like two, three weeks before the album was released. So this yes. is the, that was a little teaser kind of thing um, yeah, before the album yeah. came out. 
Um, then you have uh, one that's called Forever, which is kind of a change because they're going to four, four to the four. So kind of uh, deep house, kind of what maybe Don Diablo at Tiesto is doing at the moment. They're using a male vocalist called Ben Stevenson. Um, then it's my favorite part of the album. So the next track is called Limitless. Um, it's quite sentimental. Um, the lyrics, it has a great drop of female vocals. Uh, I think I probably like it because uh, I was in DC Las Vegas and I uh, and I walk into the sacred grounds, uh, not knowing much about Adventure Club, waiting to uh, get a good position for Eric Pritz and they're, they're playing of limitless course. at that stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're playing limitless at that stage, uh-huh. and um, you know they all raise their fists. Uh, if you hear the lyrics of the song, say raise your fist and all this to fight and. Um, so it has good lyrics, a good vibe, really, really nice tune. Uh, so uh, next one is uh, uh, called Ghost with haunting male vocals, synth yes. lines. It's a bit dramatic. Yeah, it is. I um, like it, and it the perfect title for the song, I think. It does yeah, have yeah. an eerie effect to it. Yeah, it does, it does. Uh, reaction, I found, it's like Pink. Do you remember Pink, the, the uh, singer, the pop singer? Yeah. It's kind of a... It's kind of a version, like a future bass version of Pink. Um, okay. and, <laughs> I had to listen to then, the song again, again, I think, and yeah. I had to also listen to Pink. To be angry. <laughs> to be angry. So, okay. uh, Crash is like a big room uh, Martin Garrix vibe. and uh, Well, this song originally came from, I think it was the anthem for EDC 2015. Um, mm-hmm. So, this is like, when they released that song, this is kind of a re- rework kind of thing. That's why it's called 2.0. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. And the last one is kind of a, it has an Elenium 2017 vibe. Again, breakbeats. Quite emotional, actually. It's called Save Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last song is the weakest of the of the whole album, but definitely a must buy, I would say. People oh, yeah, yeah, go. for sure. Like anybody who likes Elenium and likes his sound, this is, this. I would totally recommend this album to anybody. Yeah. It has very it's similar compositions to uh, Elenium. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like we said, I think this album got overlooked just because of the month that we're in, and Dead Mouse came out with his album uh, the first week of December. Um, so yeah, I would yeah. say overall I enjoyed listening to their album and look forward to whenever they come to Toronto. I'll definitely want to see yeah. them live. Definitely, definitely. So.